Hello. My name is Jeff Pennington. I'm here today with some difficult news for you, the viewers. Feder the Federation, the armed insurgency branch of the United Federation of Planets, have created a race war on the planet Neural. Although they are referring to it as a ethnic kerfuffle. This is M-Class Podcast. <laughs> is that like Walter Cronkite? Is that like... That was the Wal news report, baby. Walter uh, Klingonkite. <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. You're, you, you're not getting the best today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'd like yeah. it to be known that it seems like these episodes were chosen specifically because they're bad. I don't know if that's a good yeah. way to make a podcast. but kind of feels like that. Kinda, I looked at the list and I was like, no. <laughs> I, I just was like, no. no. Uh, this episode was... Uh, put forth to us by Sully in yep. his Graveyard Smash collection as voted on by our patrons at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Is it Graveyard Smash because we want to die after watching them? Yeah, we want to go to the graveyard and live yeah, there for eternity. Bury these episodes in the dirt. Uh, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about TOS Season 2, Episode uh, 19, A Private yep. Little War. Yeah, this is a good one. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, this is not a good one. <laughs> this is a bad one. There's a... I couldn't even keep up with all the complaints I had about this one, and I'm sure as shit wasn't writing any of this down, so... No. I, I'm gonna to be honest with you, there are vast swaths of this episode that I don't remember because I was playing on my phone. Well, there's vast swaths of this episode where nothing is happening. That's true. They're in that cave for, like, I don't know, like, literally, like, ten minutes of the show. Look, Josh, in order to build the tension of the episode, we needed to see Bones heat up all three rocks <laughs> in order. It's kind of a cool practical effect, but, like, I sure as shit don't need to see him do two more rocks. No, we had to I got see. it. It was necessary. I got it. <laughs> Saw it on the first one. My favorite part is it cuts to Kirk under the big fur blanket just sweating his fucking all the water in his body out. Well, that's like what my dad used to do to me when I was sick. He'd just be like, fucking sweat it out. It must be like a 60s thing. It like, could be. It could like, be a 60s thing. Go Speaking to the sauna. 60s. Speaking of 60s things, uh, this episode was uh, written as a Vietnam comparison. Yeah. You can probably yeah. tell that. Yeah, except this was, what, 67, 68? So, like, going on television and being like, hey, the Vietnam War is, like, super bad. Yes. <laughs> like, they had to, like, uh, what's the word? They had to, like, kind of toe the line in this one yeah, a little bit. They, they had to gussy it up to be a little yeah. different. But the thing yeah. is, it was written by Don Ingalls, who uh, wrote The Alternative Factor in the first season, and he wrote this episode, but uh, he had his episode rewritten so heavily by Roddenberry yeah. that he asked to be credited under the pseudonym Judd Crucis. <laughs> he Alan Smithied his way out of being credited on this fucking episode. I'm going to start using Judd Crucis at, like, Starbucks. <laughs> 
apparently it was like Jesus crucified is why he wanted oh. everybody in the 60s was super Christian. Um, oh, were they hi- like hippies? Like the people who live on this musket planet? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you call the hair they have on their head. Uh, it's not hippie hair. Um, no, it, it's bad wigs. It's horrifically bad wigs, and they're dude, always sliding around their heads. Dude, I laughed out fucking loud at the first, whatever their names are, the cavemen dudes, whatever the fuck their names I is. I think they're just called uh, cave people. <laughs> I like, I, the guy, the first caveman guy that you see, the acting, oh my god, incredible. He just I'm stares the, straight mm, ahead, unblinkingly. <laughs> such good acting. <laughs> And Bones uh, is like, this- damn it, man, act! Please, I'm trying my damnedest! Emote here! Uh, this episode was directed by Mark Daniels. Uh, he directed, like, a billion episodes of TOS. Um, interestingly enough, he directed the first 38 episodes of I Love Lucy. The first 38? Yeah. That was the name of a television series, I bet you. It probably was. I I bet after 38, he was like, I need a vacation. I'm going to Cuba. Because you could go to Cuba back then. Oh, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> you can again now, but it's a little um, harder. He also helmed up. He did. He was a fucking director for 41 years. Yeah, that guy loved telling people how to act. He directed episodes of The Man from Uncle, Gunsmoke, Mission Impossible, Bonanza, Hogan's did Heroes. Kung did you ever watch Fu. Man from Uncle? Uh, no, I did not. My uncle, my my real uncle, loves it, which I think is funny. But did you ever see the movie, the new movie with the uh, who's in that guy? Ar- Army Hammer, the cannibal guy. <laughs> Uh, I tend to not watch cannibal movies. Well, he's not a cannibal in the movie, but he's a bad guy. Well, I'll watch a movie with cannibals in it. I don't want to watch a movie starring a real-life cannibal. It's got a... Witcher is in it. Henry Cavill. Not anymore. Oh, man, I saw that shit. They're replacing him with one of the lesser Hemsworths. Man, what the fuck, dude? Why is he... Uh, Netflix can go fuck itself. Like Netflix is playing it like he left because he's going back to being Superman. Yeah. Which isn't true. No, he I left because they're fucking the show up. Yeah, he left because they started rewriting the lore of the series. Yeah, why... W- because he's like a massive Witcher fanboy. And he yeah. was like, well, that's not how the books are. Like, why are you rewriting the overarching lore of this series? Like, yeah, you can that's... write whatever you want within the lore, but, like, you don't need to change the way the world works and everything. Well, you know what, man? Good for him. Because, like, fuck that shit. We all we do a Star Trek podcast, so we know what that's like <laughs> when they start changing <laughs> stuff. True. Unnecessarily changing yeah. a bunch of horse shit. She took everything but my bones. What a great line. Um, <laughs> I hate this episode, everyone. I want you all to know that. If you're coming into this and you're like, oh boy, they're going to talk about a private little war, my favorite TOS episode. <laughs> this might be my uh, most hated episode of TOS. This was the first episode of TOS where I was like, I think this is bad. Like, yes. I was like, this is very bad. We don't get enough Mugatu... Yeah, the Mugatus are there, and why? Like, why? I like, why are they in they the show? They show up twice. 
Yeah, and they're poisonous. They scream. It's obviously a woman screaming into a microphone with very little vocal effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. The only thing that saves this episode is that sweet booty cake shaking. <laughs> what? <laughs> that fucking... The witch lady. Oh, man. God, I cannot fucking stand that character. No, she sucks, but, like, she's wearing those low-rise, like, I don't know, pleather, whatever the fuck. Yeah. She's, uh, like, as Rich described her, she has the biggest titties to ever grace television. That's... they, Dude... <laughs> And she's wearing, like, an orange fucking ginger Mugatu fucking bralette. It's ridiculous. I, like, so as dumb. soon as she turned sideways, I was like, God damn, lady, you got back problems. Yeah. I can well, tell. Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. So, the story of this fucking clunker. Uh, <laughs> Cash for clunkers. Our, hero is a, our heroes are on a scientific mission to neural... Which is a planet <laughs> with folks who are poor. They're not warp capable, no, but they're, they're not even. They're barely entering into their Iron Age. Yeah, so they're like, why are they there? Like, what are they doing? There? It's a good question. I, I think they're there because they're like plants and chemical compounds that can be used in medicine. Yeah, Bones is like. Oh man, Starfleet was right. This is really good for medicine. It's like you're a fucking scientist, bro. You know where antibiotics came from. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you talking like, about? What super medicine do you need? Yeah. Is my question. <laughs> yeah, like what is this? Like, regrow your face? Like, what the fuck does this like, shit do? You have do? a pill that gives people their liver back later. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's like twenty years from now. <laughs> like, uh, Spock finds giant footprints and Kirk's like oh it's the Mugatu an ape creature that hunts here but besides that it's like Eden this my plane. favorite part is when he knows it's a couple days old cause he's a fucking Mugatu tracker he's been tracking Mugatus forever like Kirk's life story does not fit into how old Kirk is Look. yeah he was a lieutenant like 14 years ago like Jesus man that was a long time ago like my dude uh, lived on the uh, satellite, like the colony that got fucked up by the evil overlord who like killed half of them, and yeah. then he was also in Starfleet, and then he lived on this fucking planet long enough to be blood brothers with one of the idiots who live here. I mean, have you met Kirk? I would be blood brothers with him the first day. It's not in this episode, man. No, not in this episode. He sucks in this episode. <laughs> like... The only character in this entire episode who does their job correctly is Umbenga. Like, everybody yeah, else yeah. fucks it. <laughs> well, we get some Umbenga, though. That's kind of cool. It's true. He's only in this and one other episode, and I, I like his light, breezy attitude. I'm a big fan. He's the cool doctor. He, uh, It's like, you got the picture of Bones, and it says the doctor. Yeah. And the picture of Umbenga, and it says the cooler doctor. The, yeah, go to this doctor if you have, like, an STD, because he won't judge. He'll keep it on the DL for you. Yeah, Bones will be like, what were you doing down at Space Tijuana, you fucking whore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kirk is like, oh, the inhabitants here have stayed the same technological level for centuries. They use bows and arrows, and they never fight amongst each other. It's Eden. It's the best planet ever. Uh, like, if this was true, 
if everything yeah. Kirk is saying here is true, and we're to accept this as true as the audience, uh, why do they start killing each other the instant they get a better bow and arrow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like when they when they find out that these dudes have muskets, like they're like baffled by this, right? They're like. But it's like, you know on Earth that people use bow and arrows, and then they went to muskets. Yeah, well, there's, <laughs> like, there's the scene where, like, Kirk is on the bridge, and, like, everybody's just, like, shitting on his idea that it, someone else is involved. They're just like, yeah, yeah. Like, just because it took us 14 generations doesn't mean it takes them that long, you know? Yeah, but it also didn't take us that long. I mean, it did take a long time, but, like... Once we had gunpowder, we were like, "Oh, we're gonna make a gun out of this." Yeah, <laughs> like, like we, we got. We'll make a smaller cannon that you can yeah. carry around. Yeah, and then bows and arrows. Like, I mean, we still use bows and arrows, so they didn't yeah. go away, right? Like, Bow and arrow is like the only silent way to kill something. Yeah, that's how I kill all my enemies. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> that and I do that ninja thing where they take a string and they put poison on the string and drip it down into your mouth Holy when you're sleeping. Holy shit. That's spooky <laughs> as fuck. It's I guess this is uh fitting for our spooky monster collection that Josh yeah. is a spooky serial killer. I'm a spooky ninja. <laughs> Ninjas are back. Ninjas are back, baby. I like how we're doing a spooky collection in November and December. Well, that's why I, when I put it up on Twitter, I was like, the timely collection. <laughs> it's going to be like fucking the day before Christmas. We're going to like release an episode. It's going to be like, we're still doing Halloween. It's still spooky times. Well, it's, all, it's Halloween all year long for me. Yeah, I'm not going to take my, dire- my decorations down. We leave our decorations up until we start putting Christmas decorations up. It's really yeah. funny to see, like, the Christmas tree up and there's still, like, a skull thing on the wall. Well, what are you going to put up? A cornucopia? That's for fucking moms. That's a it's Karen true. decoration. A cornucopia. <laughs> Pornucopia. Um, so the guy's got flintlocks. <laughs> and uh, Kirk's like, oh my god, they got fucking guns. How'd they make them? Yeah, and guns are hard to make. <laughs> and then, like, uh, they I all have... one out of a tube. Here, here's a little uh, visual dynamic, a little, like, uh, thing you're supposed to understand as an audience member that, like, maybe you didn't understand right out the gate. Uh, <laughs> the bad guys who are working with the Klingons and have the flintlocks and love war all have dark hair. Yeah. And the good guys who love peace and only hunt for food that they need are... Perfect Aryan specimens. Yeah, they also get honey potted to hell. That's right? true. <clears throat> also, rub this fucking plant, this sage on my arm, and I'll fucking do whatever you want, big boob lady. Well, here's here's another little fact you may have missed in this episode. She uh, has dark hair. Yeah, everyone in the fucking good village is blonde and Aryan, except yeah. the evil witch lady. The witch has dark hair, yeah. And she's also wearing a little tiny bit of that uh, Klingon makeup. Uh-huh. Oh... So, I also like that the bad guys are wearing pirate outfits. <laughs> Whatever they had at the studio, man. What the fuck yeah. ever. The writers go into the prop room every fucking Saturday, and they're like, all right, we got, like, muskets. We got some fucking caveman outfits. Uh, write a story about that there. Uh, well, Gunsmoke got rid of a bunch of its uh, materials, <laughs> so our heroes are going to go to the fucking Wild West planet next. <laughs> Another one. 
Uh, but the <clears throat> band of good guys in literally the worst fucking mullet ass wigs I've ever seen in my entire life come They're over bad. the ridge. And Kirk is like, oh, that's my best friend Tyree. We're blood brothers. I grew up with him, question mark? Um, <laughs> I like how Kirk can see this guy from like 200 yards away. He puts his hands over his eyes like he's holding a pair of binoculars. <laughs> it's Tyree. <laughs> uh, they're walking directly into a trap. <clears throat> and he's about to fucking pull out his gat and start blasting. But Spock's like, you can't no use phasers. your phaser. It's strictly forbidden. Uh, you could do whatever the fuck else you want, but you're not allowed to use your phaser, apparently. Yeah, we can talk to these dudes and ninja kick them, but we can't phaser them. You can throw a rock and kill one of them by hitting them in the head, but you can't <clears throat> use your phaser. <laughs> so Kirk uh, fucking like launches a rock like four football fields distance. It's Johnny fucking Unitas, dude. And it smashes on the rock behind the guy. And uh, Kirk and Spock run for cover. All the Flintlock guys start running after him. Yeah, also, like, do they know about Flintlocks? Like, they can't run and load them. <laughs> like, let them shoot at you and then, like, I don't know, then run. Well, one <laughs> Duck of them, and cover. One of them had loaded, at least, because he fires and Spock does a sweet-ass fucking stunt when he gets hit by the bullet. Oh, he face plants, man. He fully face plants, rolls twice, and then skids on his face again. Yeah. Was that him or was that a stunt that guy? That was definitely a stunt guy. Yeah, that face wasn't insured at that point. <laughs> they didn't do that. Uh, I don't know. Leonard Nimoy had that stone face, man. It would do more damage to the ground, I think. <laughs> he he was so... St- he just had that stony glare. Yeah, he looks like... He looks like he would be, like, mean. But I don't think he was. No, he was a sweet man. Uh, yeah, he gets shot in the back and he just fucking face plants. It's a really good stunt, actually. Especially for this show where the stunts are just god-awful for the most part. Yeah, that stuntman showed up that day and he's like, I'm gonna fucking redefine this fucking stunt. <laughs> I'm gonna redefine the genre of stunts. <laughs> uh, but they beam up. And he got shot in the chest also, which is bad. But not for a Vulcan, because no. their heart is in their liver. He, he got shot in the back. Yeah. And it went through his chest. But again, there are no holes in his outfit. <laughs> Just green, a green stain. The bullet got stopped by the revolutionary material of the uniform. They have Kevlar on them. Uh, but they beam back up to the ship. And uh, when they arrive, we meet with uh, Dr. Umbenga and Nurse Chapel. And uh, McCoy says that line, you know, lucky his heart's where his liver should be or he'd be dead by now. Yeah, that's, yep. Aliens are weird. Aliens got their (laughs) shit all over the place, dog. (laughs) Why would their heart be weird? Whatever. (laughs) I mean, like, that's a decent question considering, like, the forerunners or whatever. Like, the race that we're all descended from. Yeah, well, I mean, look at any animal that has four legs, right? Their heart's in the same fucking place. Yeah, like, that's a good question. <laughs> it's just like the, I think it's like the way that it's most efficient is that it's in the center, right? Nah, like, it's in his liver, dog. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> a red alert happens, and Uhura is like, red alert, red alert, shit's going wrong, red alert. 
Yeah, this is... I, I kind of blanked out here. I was like, wait, what is happening now? A Klingon vessel is approaching. And uh. Kirk goes to the bridge, but he's like, what about Spock? And Bones is like, I don't know yet, Jim. <laughs> he could. He says, he could live or he could die. And it's like, wow, <laughs> that, great. Thanks, thanks for your expert medical opinion, Bones. You went to med school for that? Holy shit, man. Um, confusingly... <laughs> When Kirk gets to the bridge, Chekhov is like, the Klingon ship doesn't know of our presence. Yeah, they just don't... Maybe they don't, they got, don't care. They don't got fucking scanners on that thing? Like... No, they, uh... No. <laughs> they use binoculars, I think. <laughs> they hold their hands up like binoculars and look out the window. I don't see anything out there. is like, what if I contact Starfleet? Like, you know, we're supposed to. And Kirk's, Kirk's like, like, no. No. <laughs> we don't want to alert the Klingons that we're here. We send messages back and forth up and down from the planet constantly, but this would alert them that we're here. <laughs> Man, they're fast and loose and with the rules here. They really yeah. are. Don't they, isn't there like a secure channels and shit? Like whatever, no. whatever. Not when the story <laughs> doesn't need it. That's right. Uh, this is the scene that I found really funny where like Kirk is like how could they couldn't have developed firearms in a few years they just started yeah. forging iron and then Scotty Uhura and Chekhov are just like well that's stupid here's a bunch yeah. of reasons why yeah Scotty's like well I'm an engineer and kind of like a machine scientist so here's why that's dumb and I love that he's just like I didn't open up for debate <laughs> he's so pissed off and they're all like quiet like old dad yelled what a butthole. But he's, he's such a butthole. But he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Even in this episode, like, he apologizes. I appreciate yeah. that. But he is a, he's an idiot in this episode, really. He's like the dumbest guy who ever lived. Maybe this is where everyone gets that Kirk shit from, right? Maybe. That, like, this is definitely one of those episodes that would uh, line up in the pop culture Kirk side It makes of the sense, because he gets fucking hypnotized by the tits, right? Yeah, he wants to fuck. He and then uh, is he's extremely like, violent, and all of his solutions are extremely violent. Yeah, he's like, the only answer is to give him more guns. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> That'll calm it down. Uh, but they don't have any replacement organs on board for Spock, which seems like an oversight. Like, yeah, if you're out in space, you gotta get some Spock organs. Like, he's he's a, the only Vulcan on the ship. Like, do you think he's never going to get hurt? Well, do they, do they not have Vulcan organs? Because just put a human one in. He's half human. Probably yeah, be fine. He's half human, but his heart is where his liver is supposed to be. Did he just get shot in the liver? Is that what we're supposed to take from this? Did, is his liver where his heart is? Is that what you're saying? I, yeah. Or they say he, he's missing, like his organ got punctured, but it's not his heart. What's his? What is his org? Which organ? It's we have his, like several. It's his Borgen Schmidt. <laughs> it's the Vulcan only organ. His cleanum was was nicked. <laughs> it's bad when your cleanum gets nicked. His, uh, not to be confused with cleanin, which means good. Which is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to know what the fuck that's about, listen to Bros Before Pros. It's a really Kleeman podcast. It is. If you're feeling Duxent, you really need to check it out. Yeah, don't be a piece of Duxent shit. <laughs> but uh, Bones is like, look, Spock is in good hands with Mbenga. He's got experience treating Vulcans. He even interned in a Vulcan ward. 
that's good. And Kirk's like, all right, well, we're going to go down to the planet. And Bones is like, I can't leave Spock. And Kirk is like, you just fucking said. <laughs> you, ju- <laughs> you just fucking said. But uh, are you hearing this fucking ghost train? Oh no, God. I'm I'm spooked. <clears throat> There's a ghost train episode of Bros Before Pros as well. I'll check that out. Um, but he's like, Scotty, get the, get the ship stores to prepare some period clothing, which like, man, when they invent replicators, that sure does take care of a lot of writing problems, doesn't it? Yeah, it's good that they can just be like, yeah, we have a thing that makes this. (laughs) We have a small town play prop department (laughs) in our spaceship. I like to, like, they go down to, like, the lower decks, and it's just, like, a sewing lounge, and there's just, like, <laughs> people fucking sewing and shit. Um, Kirk is uh, warned straight up that, like, we might have to leave orbit to avoid being discovered, so we need to set a time for a rendezvous. This doesn't matter. It has nothing, nothing to matters. do with the yeah, rest nothing of this episode. Yeah, yeah. So they beam down to the planet. And Bones is like, uh, you're not allowed to do anything hanky-panky down here, Kirk. And he's like, oh, I won't. Why would you even bring that up? I'd be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) You're not allowed to break any Starfleet rules, Kirk. If if I was Kirk, I'd have been like, uh, yeah, I'm the fucking captain, dude, I know. Yeah, thanks for telling me, uh, commander. Yeah, like, I went through the same fucking training you did, dog. What are you talking about? I'm in charge of the ship, ass fuck. You can tell that I really don't like something I'm talking about when I say dog all the time. I don't normally even yeah. fucking say that. <laughs> no, you say it a lot when you're upset. Fucking, I'm just a hateful guy. They got that dog in me. Got the, uh, but they, they like, uh, take two steps, and then a Mugatu jumps out and uh, slaps the fuck out of Kirk. I'd be like, why did you beam us down where the Mugatu was? You didn't do any sort of scans or anything? All right, cool. Maybe they're like Bigfoots and they can like stealth inside of a different dimension. <laughs> Is that a thing people think? Yeah, man. You gotta you gotta get up on your Bigfoot lore. It's it's a it's wild out there. I just thought Bigfoot was like an ape man. I didn't no, know he man. had like fucking anime. He's like an alien now. He's he's got anime dimension shift. He's got flash step powers. Well, there's <laughs> there's like a correlation between like UFO sightings and Bigfoot sightings. Apparently, I don't know. No, did some other state or location just decide Bigfoot lives there? Does he just fucking live in Florida now? Because that's what happened. No, to well, there's Mothman. Bigfoots everywhere. Yeah. Well, he went to Chicago because yeah. he really likes the Cubs. It's fucking <laughs> Chicago was like, we need our own cryptid. Let's just fucking steal one. No one will notice. <laughs> like how this is like, like, he's not there. They stole him. Yeah. Well, he's not real, <laughs> dog. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. People see him. People see the Mothman. Also, how old is this guy at this <clears throat> point? Like, he was. Mothman? He, the Mothman shit all happened in like the 70s. Dude, he's from, like, hell. He doesn't need... He's, like, infinite, man. He is from the TNT region of, uh, fucking Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Virginia. So, hell. (laughs) Well, I mean, they did some... They did some explodey shit out there to people, so... They probably, like... He's like a Balrog. They dug too deep, too greedily. (laughs) That's where he came from. The Mothman of Morgoth. (laughs) <laughs> the muff. You shall not go to Chicago. I just the the nuts on people in Chicago to just be like, man, 
he's ours now. He lives here. <laughs> Man, they're seeing him. I don't think they were like, they're I'm telling you. Arthur from The Tick is what they're fucking saying. Because that's what I, I always mean, thought he e- looked like. <laughs> that would explain a lot. I always thought the Mothman looked like Arthur from The Tick. So I was never I afraid of him. Man, that cartoon was great. It really was. We should watch that instead of this dumb episode. Uh, well, we can tangent as much as we want. None of this matters. Yeah, well, nothing happens in this episode for the next, like, 20 minutes, so... Nobody in <laughs> Chicago has ever seen shit, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Whoa! You can take that to the Chicago Bank, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> the, Chicago. the First Bank of Chicago. Man, I'm glad Mrs. O'Leary burnt half your town down. Oh, God. Is, the, it, is the, that too soon? I don't know. It was a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, it's too soon. It was 120 <laughs> years ago. It was like fucking 140 years People ago. People are Jesus. still touchy about Abe Lincoln getting shot. So, um, yeah, well. But anyway, the Mugatu, uh, I guess, bites Kirk. Like, you don't really see it. It looks like they're kind of making out for a minute. Yeah, he kind like, of does a moan, and it's like, like, oh, yeah. Wait, oh, no. Stick your fangs in me. But McCoy <laughs> uh, runs over, and he's like, oh, I can't save your life because reasons... <laughs> I, I didn't bring any of my medical supplies. I'm a really bad doctor. I'm really Mugato bad at my job. bites are uncurable, apparently. He can't contact the ship. The ship's left orbit. Like, we just learned this. It's not a payoff. Yep. Kirk's like, take me to Tyree. All the hill people. Yeah. It has a different meaning in West Virginia. Um, that means hillbillies. The, the hill people are the ones who have eyes. The hills have eyes. Uh, but they're gonna they're gonna take him to t- he's gotta go to Tyree or he's gonna die, and uh, at this point like that would save us from the rest of the episode. But instead <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and be right back after these commercial breaks. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey kid, it's from Kaiser Forum, a maverick built with a secret money pocket. Yes, sir, kids, we'll send you a real Maverick belt with a secret money pocket made of genuine top-grain cowhide. And the buckle says Maverick, and behind it is your secret money pocket for coins, pictures, secret stuff. And look, Brett and Bart's pictures right in the leather. To get your Maverick belt, send only $1, and this seal from the tuck-in flap of any box of Kaiser foil. It's quilted. It's quilted to wrap stronger and seal tighter, so get Kaiser foil. And send for your Maverick belt. Comes in sizes 20 to 30 inches. Please specify. Send $1 and this seal from the tuck-in flap of any box of Kaiser foil. Address Maverick belt, box 7, San Francisco 1, California. That's Maverick belt, box 7, San Francisco 1, California. Welcome back from those messages, and I think it's about time we gave a little message of our own. Uh, We've taken a little gander through the rest of the collection, um, except the one that I tacked on in place of another episode. That one will probably be fine. Um, (laughs) These episodes were chosen specifically to piss us off, it seems like. (laughs) (laughs) Don't blame us if you're all, like, driving to work and you want to have some yucks with your pals Jeff and Josh, and you're just getting pissed off because we're pissed off, and you have empathy, Don't. it's not our fault. We're just doing what our patrons told us to do. Uh, they do have guns to our head at all times. The muskets to our head. <laughs> they have muskets. They're loaded. 
It's a good thing my heart is where my brain is. Wait, what? <laughs> Where's your brain? <laughs> oh, I know where it is. I don't know. I know where it is, smirk. In my other head. Uh, I think <laughs> we we don't normally talk about what's in the collection like ahead of time. Uh, we tell people to go to our Twitter at M Class Podcast, but they don't. So I'll go ahead and tell you. Um, <laughs> after this episode, we're doing TNG's Night Terrors. Okay. Uh, then we're doing TNG Sub Rosa, which is the that's the fuck candle, it's the ghost fuck candle episode. And then we're doing Enterprise Impulse, which is the the zombie movie knockoff. Is and Night Terrors is that the one with the click clack guys and the where they go on the holodeck and they like recreate the table like the abduction uh, one? That's Schisms, which is a good episode. That's a great episode. I yeah, think, okay. Night, I I think, think Night Terrors is the one with the evolution. Let's find out. Actually, we have the internet. Oh, the one where they evolve and they turn into spiders and yeah. shit. That one sucks. <laughs> Oh, the Enterprise crew is affected when they're adrift in a remote area of space and find themselves unable to dream. It's the one where Troy is in, like, the green-ass cloud space, and she's like, what do you want? Over and over and over for, like, the whole episode. I don't remember that. I know they get real punchy with each other, yeah. but I don't I don't remember most of that um, one. So it's like a Freddy. That's that a Freddy episode. All right, I guess. Um, it's not. It's not as bad as this one. <laughs> Yeah, this episode. And terrible. I did add Lower Decks, Mining the Mines Mines. That one's good. Uh, which I haven't seen, so I'm excited to see that. Um, that one's funny. We were supposed to watch <laughs> the Strange New Worlds episode uh, that's just like an alien knockoff. Yeah, Jeff was... I think if we watched that one, Jeff would have lost his fucking mind. It would have been the most hateful, angry episode of M-Class ever made, I think. And we talked about Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit I feel like it would be probably just as hateful as the first episode we did on Discovery because I think by the second one like we were we understood what we were watching a little bit more and we were just like Ugh. yeah that first episode we were like especially when they're on the, the transport and they're like Andorians cold in all the wrong places <laughs> what is a fucking parody of Star Trek this is ridiculous uh, well, my problem with that episode is that it's smack dab in the middle of a pretty damn good season of Star Trek. And it's <laughs> yeah. uh, just as bad as any episode of uh, Picard or fucking Discovery. You just hate baby Dilophosauruses from the Jurassic Park. Uh, no, I love them. <laughs> the spitting ones? Do you like those? Go, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Tyree's men bring Kirk and Bones to their camp, and uh, this is when we meet Nona, which means no, which means grandma in Italian. Yeah, she could be my grandma. <laughs> I don't know what that means, and I don't wanna. I'd call her Nona. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> but she's like Tyree. We must obtain the fire sticks to make us strong, so that we can kill our enemy and take their homes and their supplies. So is the idea that Vietnam was caused by a hot chick with huge titties? Yeah. Is that what I'm getting Well, that's at? America, if anything, right? <laughs> America's a hot chick with huge titties. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that, right? I Geopolitically, agree. Yeah, that's who we are. <laughs> We're the hot chick with huge titties. 
But uh, yeah. she's not much else going. Tyree on. is like, no, our enemies will return to peace again one day. I do not wish to kill. And she's like, no, you must fucking like straight up murder everyone on this planet for me. Yeah, she's real Lady Macbeth. And she's like, look, I'm a witch, and uh, <laughs> men men need me to achieve power. She it's like, it's like a con utu or something. Yeah, that's their witch, like their witch race. She's or like, I'm a, I'm a fucking witch, and I give men power so that they can achieve greater power. And Tyree's like, yes, yeah. you cast a spell on me. That's why we're together. And I'm like, this relationship sucks. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. And like, then she gets her fucking like rosemary out of her purse. <laughs> she busts out and that starts time. rubbing it. Yeah, and she rubs it on his cut, and it gets all fucking horny and shit. Yeah. And it's like. What the fuck? Is this a Viagra ad? This is like, this goes so much further than Viagra. This is like a Mickey and Viagra all at once. Spanish fly of. Because <laughs> he immediately is like, time to fuck. Yeah, he starts. He talks about he's like, she let like a beast loose in him, and it's like, damn, you're getting like real fucking horny right now. The thing about this episode is that. It posits to us that later, when this character gets killed, and yeah. uh, our boy Tyree is enraged by it, that his rage is justified. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tried to cheat on him like twice in this episode, and also yeah, was I, controlling I can... him with mind control and witch spells. <laughs> I feel like like if she was gonna fuck Kirk and whatever, like. That she probably fucked like all the village dudes, this right? Seems like assaulty, if not outright rapey. <laughs> that she's like drugging men to have sex with her. Yeah, it's illegal for sure. Uh, maybe not on <laughs> maybe not on planet Neural, but here, no, not here on... in the good old big titted U.S. of A. That is yeah, against it's... the law. Can't do that. Can't rub sage on someone and brainwash them. I... <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you cannot do that. <laughs> but uh, a guy comes up and he's like, sorry for bothering this attempted rape, but your friend is going to die. Yeah. And he's like, who? He's like, I'm just trying to fuck. And she's like, oh, that man. And she's like, I will mm. see him. You bring Tyree when he's done trying to fuck. When he's done trying to hit it, bring him. Hit it and quit it. Uh, Bones uh, shoots three rocks one yeah, at a time he, with his phaser, and we sit and watch it. So, I always think it's funny when they do this, because, like, I don't know, I'm not, a, like, a geologist or whatever, but, like, how long does a rock stay hot for? Um, I don't know, because the thing is, like, the difference between the temperature when you touch a rock and a shady part or a hot part is like a yeah. hundred degrees difference. So it's different, but yeah, but like, wouldn't it be easier just to start a fucking fire with like wood? Yeah, just put some wood in a little fireplace and then shoot it with yeah. your fucking phaser. Then you can start it with a phaser. Yeah. But uh, Nono sees him firing the weapon and she's like, "Ah, even better fire sticks." That's like a musket, but like it's like the controller to my remote. To my dildo. <laughs> it's, a gr- my it's a garage door opener, and it's perfect <laughs> it's <a> gr- <laughs> for war. 
<laughs> I hate that little fucking I'm not phaser, a fan man. Of that little phaser. Either. It's the dumbest shit. It becomes even Why the smaller fuck? in TNG as well, <clears throat> dude. In TNG, it's like you would lose that shit like a fucking micro yeah, machine. It's like a, man. It's a like, key fob in TNG. It's, it's absurd. Uh, Tyree comes back to camp. He's he's lo- he's lost the lust. He's ready to be a normal guy. <laughs> and uh, known as like uh, I can heal him from his uh, Zoolander wounds if you his big <laughs> if you uh, help me if you tell me everything about him and Ty- instead of Tyree being like what the fuck like just heal him you fucking asshole what are you doing I've seen you do this many times what are you talking she's about she's like yeah. no uh, tell me everything about him or I won't he'll die without my help. And he's like, instead of being like, wow, you're a fucking psychopath, actually. I didn't notice before. He's just like, all yeah. right, here's all the information about him. He's from a space planet. He's, he's from a place up. He's from up. Up in the sky. Back on the Enterprise. Nurse Chapel oh, grabs Spock's hand and holds it. She's rubbing his hand, and he's, like, in a self-healing trance. Yeah, and Bingo walks in, and she, like, drops his hand real quick. She's like, boop. But nothing. nothing. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> and Bingo's like, look, uh, Spock is concentrating on his healing, and that's why his vital readings are so low. He is in a self-induced hypnosis that Vulcans use in order to self-heal themselves. Yeah, they're like fucking like Saiyans, yeah, dude. Pretty much. They're stronger after they get hurt. <laughs> he has that Zentai boost. <laughs> Give him a Senzu bean. He, uh, that's what they need on the fucking Starship <clears throat> Enterprise. Senzu beans. <laughs> uh, we're out of Senzu beans, so Spock might die. But uh, my favorite thing is whenever he goes to get Senzu beans, like Corrin, the cat guy's like, "Here's one. See ya." Yeah. <laughs> How about you give me like a bag of them, dude? Uh, but. <laughs> He's like, Spock is aware of us and what we're doing, but he can't really show it. And he says, Spock also probably knows you were holding his hand. And he... Oh, and she's like, what, what, what? And he's like, ha, 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 ha. Anyway, <laughs> bye. My daughter's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's not talk about that. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, um, Tyree and Nona, our heroes, walk into the cave. <laughs> And uh, he, she pulls out, like, a root, and she's, like, uh... It's like a fucking, like, Ghostbusters, like, jiggly gel ooze. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a toy you got with a, with something from the 80s that, like, like got cat hair all over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it looks it's, like. It's disgusting. It really looks like, like a doo-doo. Is what it looks like. <laughs> and she's like shaking her hand because it's like, it's supposed to like be moving on yeah, its own. Because he's like, it's but moving. It's, what is that? It's like, yeah, no, she's moving it, idiot. She cuts the palm of her hand and she puts the root mm. on Kirk's bite marks and then puts her hand over the root and like blood gets everywhere. And if I was Bones, I'd be like, this is entirely unsanitary. Like, you can't do this. Yeah. Well, when they're fucking, like, I know they have, like, force fields on the Enterprise, but when they're doing surgery on Spock, it's just no man. This is fucking, no one gives a no. shit. No gloves. Well, no, not at all. There's no blood anywhere, either, except on Spock's uniform yeah. in a tiny little spot. <laughs> yeah. They have the um, the red light, the, like, the surgical light. Yeah. 
I'd assume that everything's sterilized. I think it's like, called a sterilization light, even. Turn off the sterile light. Yeah. But um, anyway, she's like, the poison is gone and Kirk is alive, but uh, now Kirk belongs to me. What? And, and <laughs> Bones is like, huh? He's like, Tyree, yeah. what's that crazy bitch of yours talking about? What the fuck is going on on this damn hell-ass hippie blonde planet? Also, Tyree, you ever take that thing off your head and let your head breathe a little bit? Or Man, it looks really itchy, dude. <laughs> it looks like it's made out of asbestos. <laughs> but uh, Tyree is like, ah, oh, it's just a legend. Really? You don't remember yeah. getting drugged up and fucked a million times? You don't remember anything? You literally were just getting drugged up like five minutes ago, man. Dude, we have been in this cave for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this cave. I'm done with this cave. Uh, Kirk wakes up. He's still in the cave. Yeah. Bones comes up and he's like, do you remember what happened? And he's like, no, nah, not since the Mugatu. And he's like, but I knew that Tyree would find a witch to heal me. Yeah, he knew that. And Bones is like, what? How long did you spend on this fucking planet? Yeah, How does this fit into talking? the timeline of your life? I don't get this. Why are we here? These people are dumb as rocks. And he's Kirk is like, uh, where did the weapons the, the enemy got came from? And Tyre, Tyree's like, don't worry, I'll tell you everything. And then we cut away so we don't have to fucking hear it, thankfully. Yeah. Klingon. It's Klingon. Although we do have to hear it, they cut back. But anyway, Spock's readings are fluctuating. He's getting better. Dr. Mbenga's like... Somebody will be at your bedside all the time, right, Nurse Chapel? Wink, wink, wonk. Winkity, wonky. Uh, also, when he wakes up, do whatever he asks. Chapel's <laughs> like, what? Do whatever he asks. All right. Hop, hop like, on yeah, pop, yeah. baby, is what he says when he wakes up. <laughs> hop on, hop on pop. She's like, woo, leaps through the air. Woo. <laughs> Rips her clothes off. Uh, Tyree's like, the fire sticks arrived about a year ago. The villagers are making them. Mm -hmm. And Bones is like, you see anybody with them? Maybe some fucking nasty-ass Klingons. You see any crinkle heads? Oh, shit. <laughs> and Kirk's like, I like that. I'm gonna use that. Because we're all racist against them right now. <laughs> even though they don't even have the head thing. Uh, Tyree's like, no, 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 they just make them. Mm, oh, let's, let's go spy on them in the night. And Tyree's like, okay. Okay. The Mugatu's <laughs> out there, but whatever. <clears throat> yeah, it's probably fine. Uh, it wants revenge for Bones eviscerating, like absolutely teleporting to hell one of its mates, but. Oh, yeah, and fucking, you vape that one, man. Nona's like, look, <laughs> you guys have super fire sticks. You need to give him yeah. to Tyree and make him the most powerful man on Neural. Somehow, me, yeah. a woman, can't be powerful and use them. You have to give them to a man. Yeah, why doesn't she just want the fuck? I mean, she fucking steals it, like, five minutes from now, and, like, just use it yourself, dumbass. There's nothing about this society that points to the fact that they follow 1960s Earth gender roles, but she's acting like it. I mean, this is, like... This is like nineteen. This is like eighteen sixties generals. This is like wild, man. Like, like 
If I had a fucking phaser, I'd be like, guess who has a phaser now? Me. Also, I just realized that this society is like the fucking Smurfs. There's only one woman. Yo, it's the Smurfs. <laughs> Gargamel is the Klingon. Oh my god, you, Gargamel, known for giving the Smurfs guns and putting them against <laughs> each other. Remember that time when he gave Papa Smurf a musket? But, uh... <laughs> She's like, they came from the sky, and they have powers far above fire sticks. Yeah. And like she's like, me saving Kirk's life means I need a reward. <laughs> and the long Kirk's man. like, look, I'm grateful, but like, here's a little bit of history about Earth and our weapons and how we almost yeah, destroyed each other. So yeah. now we got the Prime Directive, although we don't call it that. It's like General Order 1. But also, we don't even really follow it because we're no. here right now for some dumb yeah, we fucking reason. We wouldn't be talking to you if we followed the Prime Directive <laughs> at all. You don't even know what like a fucking car is, but we're talking about fucking spaceships and fucking muskets and shit. Um, known as like, you just don't want to help us. Tyree's a mm. cuck. And then she leaves. <laughs> and <laughs> Tyree's like, hmm, wonder what that means. A cuck like a chicken? <laughs> But uh, Bones is like, it could be the Klingons who dabbled in this conflict. Yeah, now this is where the Vietnam comes He's in. He's like, we have, there might be a way to balance things out, but the idea deeply disturbs me. Also, didn't the Klingon ship just, like, show up, like, 20 minutes ago? Like, of course it's the fucking Klingons. Yeah, absolutely. Also, like... Why don't you just destroy all the shit that they need to make the guns? That will put them like behind like at least like five or ten years before they're able <clears throat> yeah, to they're put all have to the figure shit it back out together again. again. I guess like the do the do the uh, Klingons like tell them how to make the I mean they have forges and shit. Yeah, but, like, but like how do you make the forges and shit? Yeah, I, did they give them? I don't know, man. Did they tell them how to make it? Who know? I don't fucking know. But uh, they go to the other village, Kirk. Uh, Knocks out a guard and Tyree takes his gun. Even though mm-hmm. Tyree's like refusing to kill anything, he still grabs the gun because he'll need it later for the poignant moment. It's very, very important. <laughs> uh, we meet a Klingon named Krell who has the most gelled hair I've ever seen. Dude. <laughs> He's like, we will give you improvements. We'll make rifled barrels. It's like, why are you going through these stages? That doesn't like, make any sense whatsoever. Give them fuck, fucking disruptors. Like, why are we getting musket? Like, I don't understand. Also, my question like, is, did Klingons have flintlocks? Yeah, why would Klingons know what a fucking flintlock is? They act like every race on every planet in the universe goes through the same exact steps that humanity does in order to make it space. (laughs) It's the episode of Futurama where they make the time machine and they keep having to go around and around. (laughs) Every time, it's the same. It's just the same thing, right? Yeah. Fucking... This whole episode, from the ground up, doesn't make any sense. No, it makes no it makes no sense that the Klingons. Okay, let's let's assume for a second that like the Klingons invent something like in their past that's like a gun. I'm sure they did, right? Yeah. Like something that shot something. But still, why why would they 
go back and give them that weapon. Yeah, why not just, just give, give them, them like if you don't want to give them phasers, give them like laser pistols. That would be like yeah, absolutely give, useless yeah. against Klingons, so they would be no. Give them a fucking machine gun or so. You know what I mean? Like give them a Tommy gun or some shit. Like I don't fucking know. Like why are we going through these like steps here? Because it has to. Because the plot, I right? Because I fucking guess, man. This episode makes me so mad. I had zero fun watching this episode, which is not how TOS usually works for me. I zoned out. I was like, ah, man, I don't know. Like, I got frustrated (laughs) and just started playing, like, Tetris on my phone. Like, I wasn't paying any attention. I was in bed. (laughs) But he's like, I'll make a Klingon of you yet. And the other guy, like, just looks like somebody's fucking, like, grampy. He's got, like, a big mustache. He's like, hee hee hee. He's like, uh, you were right, Mr. Klingon Pop Pop. I love fucking killing people. It's the best. It took almost nothing to get me to start doing this. Yeah, I literally have no second thoughts about any of this. You're not even giving me anything that will help me beyond this, like food or like technologies or anything, but somehow I just kill because you tell me to. I'm dumb. (laughs) But, uh... Kirk and Bones are doing their spying shit with what's his fucking face. And they find uh, coal forge, sulfur, and gunpowder. And yeah. they even find barrels of super high quality. And they're like, they couldn't have made this shit. They're dum-dums. There's no, there's no carbon in the iron, which is like fucking hard as shit to do. The Klingons have been providing these weapons. Which, again, yeah. points to the fact that if they would have just destroyed all this shit, it would have put them far enough behind that the planet could have kind of realigned itself over time. Yeah, you have already interfered anyway, right? Like, th- there's about 47 different options that you could do here, and the one that Kirk likes the best is the let's fucking arms race the shit yeah, out of Yeah, let's them. create an armed conflict on this planet that I called Eden at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they listen to some people talking. It's Klingon, Klingon man and, uh, he kind of pop pop pop, pop kind of looks like, uh, oats from Holland oats. Yeah. He looks like yeah, oats is pop pop. Really? <laughs> Oh, it's what's your pop-up doing on Star Trek? But uh, he's like, I'll get the Krell's like, I'll give you power over the planet. I'll make you a governor in the Klingon Empire someday. And I'm like, Ooh, all right, wow. sure. whatever. Yeah, all right, I guess. But Maybe you'll get some gawk or some fucking Klingon ladies to snap your neck off between their legs or some good. shit. That's how I'm gonna Bones go. Bones tricorder <laughs> just turns on at this moment. It's <laughs> And they his fucking cell phone goes yeah. off, and it's fucking like, I can't go for that. <laughs> the fucking the the dude with the Klingon is like, that's my grandson. <laughs> but uh, there's like a fight scene, and whatever. It's dumb. They hit each other with bar. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Whatever. <laughs> then something else happens that I have no memory of. They escape. Yeah, and then they go. To argue about guns for twenty minutes. Yeah, back in sick base. I'm just skipping around. Back in sick base, <laughs> Spock uh, wakes up and he's like, "Hit me!" And yeah, slap me. Nurse Chapel's like, "What? No!" And he's like, "No, hit me! Fight club! Fight club!" <laughs> and uh, she like gives him a little slap and he's like, "Hit me harder! I can't get off to that." 
And <laughs> once you slam your dick in a toilet seat, there's no going back. <laughs> but she's like slamming the shit out of him, and Scotty runs in like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he's like, "Woman's gone crazy. This bitch is slapping a dead man." <laughs> Stop slapping him. But he like grabs her and Mbinga comes in and just pulls Spock up and starts slapping the shit out of him. Damn Mbinga. Spock (laughs) catches his hand and he's like, that's sufficient, doctor. Thank you. Yeah. And Scotty's like, what the fuck did I just walk in on? Scotty's like, I didn't know we had a fight club. (laughs) I know about that first rule, but you could have told me. You could have told me. I'm Scotty. I'm going to have to organize the revolution. It's a uh, <laughs> the fascist revolution. Uh, Spock and Umbinger are like, oh, it's just, that's how Vulcans self-heal. Okay, whatever. Yeah, cool. That makes sense. Why not? Uh, Kirk is like, all right, Tyree, here's how you use a flintlock gun. Here's the trigger. Here's the hammer. You point it and you press this and it kills. Then he shoots a bottle. And Tyree's like, ha I hate it. And Kirk's like, well, you're going to have to love it. Yeah, this is America. I mean, no, no, no planet. <laughs> Bones is like, Kirk, can I talk to you for a second, Captain? Yeah. And they have this fucking back and forth where Bones says things that make sense, and Kirk says stuff that's stupid as fuck, and you would never think. Is this because he's drugged? Like that I got the impression like we're supposed to think he's drugged here. Maybe, but like but I don't he's, he's not acting it. It's 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 the problem is that they're trying to cover all their bases. They don't want to piss off like the audience who is like pro Vietnam with a clearly like anti Vietnam stance, right? And they probably wouldn't have shown the episode in the sixties. If it had an anti-Vietnam yeah, stance. Probably not. Which That's it, why it was rewritten, which, probably. Well, it sort of does at the end, but not really. It's a, it's a half-ass. This whole yeah. episode is half-ass. Well, they, they don't even... Well, they talk about the brush wars in Asia, and that's directly yeah. analogous to the Vietnam War, but they don't... They right, refuse to yeah. say it. They're not saying Vietnam, yeah. And... Maybe maybe Vietnam doesn't... It's not called that anymore. I, I don't fucking know. I, right? yeah, I guess like, that could be a reason, but it just seems like cowardice, really. Like This, yeah, this is one of those things that prove that like people who are sort of Roddenberry purists are... Yeah. Uh, watch this episode. He wrote it. Like He rewrote yeah. 90% of it, and it fucking sucks, and it's terrible, and it's really against everything Star Trek is supposed to stand for. Yeah, it's a. I mean, also, I I think it's a product of like the guy wanted his show to be on, and they the, the network was probably like, we cannot air That's this. Probably true, right? Like, um, like we cannot air this anti-Vietnam. Like, stuff I I think Roddenberry's vision is inherently important in Star Trek and has to be preserved. But like a Roddenberry yeah. purist to the type of people who are like, there shouldn't be conflict aboard the ship. Right. right. I mean. To a point, I agree with that. When like it becomes like more modern Star Trek, where characters are just scream fighting at each other while shit's happening. Yeah, they get in arguments about nothing. They're just arguing like old married couples about bullshit. Right, you're like, like, what is the problem? T- here? TNG <laughs> becomes infinitely more fun and enjoyable once that role was dropped. Yeah, like, yeah. Partway yeah. through season two, beginning of season three, they drop that role and it becomes way better. Um. Anyway, Tyree doesn't want to fight. He lays down his bare right to bear arms. <laughs> and the right to Mugato arms. 
<laughs> but like bones is basically like like I don't know the solution to this, but we could definitely think of something better than uh, arming both sides to an equal standstill so that they can just kill each other forever. Yeah, I mean, you just fucking take the guns away, and then like, you you send someone back every now and then to be like, don't make any more guns unless, like, well, don't make any more, well, I guess you can't even do that, no. right? Because, like, like the, the I don't know, I don't know. The only thing that I thought of is, like, they pretty much come to the conclusion that these people wouldn't be able to make these guns without the aid of the Klingons. So it seems yeah. like if they remove the Klingons from the equation and destroy all of the stuff they have for creating guns right now, that will at least put them back, like, ten years before they can figure out how to put all this shit yeah, back Yeah, and whatever again. natural... Right, whatever natural development will happen yeah. will happen and at that point. Yeah. Somebody's gonna make another gun. And during but, those you know. ten years or whatever, like... Also, like... Yeah. The Prime Directive states, like... You shouldn't be involved in this shit whatsoever. Just because Klingons are doesn't mean you can be. Yeah, you you should be dealing yeah, with the Klingons and not remove the, the Klingons yeah. from the situation. And then whatever happens on that planet is up to the people on that planet. They're the st- there's like a like a holier than thou kind of like we're smarter, we're better than you, so we should get to decide the fate of your planet thing happening here. Well, this, I mean, this is exactly what the problem is. The episode gets mired in the Vietnam analogy. Yes. Like, you can't have the Vietnam analogy because it's not Vietnam. No. Like, Starfleet is not the, things the that United are, States of America. Yeah, yeah it's not... It, the Klingons, like, like, it's not a Cold War. Pretty much, it's the exact opposite of a Cold War with the Klingons. Well, so, if they're breaking treaties, fuck them. Absolutely. You know, like... <laughs> I mean, two episodes ago, they're fighting them anyway. So, who gives Look, a in shit? A, in a more like thoughtful version of this episode we and i mean again this may have been too close to the vietnam war to ever actually happen you could be right about yeah. that but in a more thoughtful version of this episode we would our heroes would come to the conclusion that what america did is not the solution to this scenario yeah not only is it not the solution it's detrimental to themselves yes. to starfleet to do that like which is again like like you said it's like the prime directive is also to protect you absolutely like our heroes don't want are this shit playing god back. right now yeah they're yeah. deciding what the fate of this planet is like kirk giving one side weapons that didn't have it before is deciding that they should be in a war stalemate forever yeah i don't know like when this episode was aired let me look it up I mean, but like this is probably before like all like some of the really really bad Vietnam shit starts happening, like the Tet Offensive and shit. Like this is sixty eight. Like, it's like uh, yeah, November sixty eight, I think. Yeah, so probably like I mean, it's getting really bad in Vietnam right right now. So maybe they're just too in it. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe you're right. I don't know. There's I'm not trying to excuse them, but no, like, I understand. I, you know, you're just trying to look at it historically, <laughs> like from when it was yeah. created, which is important. Um, but I agree with you though too, like. If if this episode had foresight, which I I don't know what the first draft was, but if it had any foresight, I think it got like taken out yeah. or censored. You know, yeah. There's because Walter Cronkite's on the news every night telling people about Vietnam, so we can't. You it's know. true, and I mean like we can't take a stand against our own country, right? That would be yeah. un-American. That's what communism is, and uh, it's not like we're making a show about spaced communists or anything. <laughs> but like the the whole problem with this episode is that 
the prime directive hasn't been solidified, right? So our characters yeah. are playing God on a planet, and there's a little bit of like um, ethnocentrism at play here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of it. Like this, the way every alien race has ever developed is the same way the white people developed. Yeah, it's it's the Western yeah. view of development. Yeah, yes. even though China invented guns, yes, exactly. right? which is wild, right? Like, like, and there's a little there's a little bit of like the idea of ethnocentrism at play because like we're the Federation, right? And like at that time, yes, like yeah. uh, we means like white America, right? Like, we're right. the Federation, and uh, if this is a Vietnam analogy, then these are like lesser people because they're not mm-hmm. the they're not us. They're not smart at like we right. are. They don't know how the universe works like we do. Yeah, it's the same thing like with the West and America, like Native Americans. Like we're doing them a favor. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's, it's that type of. And worship. it's like, man, that w- no, that one guy has like. <laughs> Fast forwarded through ninety percent of this episode at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh my god, here it is. Okay. Here's the okay, white meal. Fast forward. Fast we did forward. say cock, so that should be of interest. The uh, <laughs> uh, I have a lot of problems with this episode. Uh, the visuals, the designs, the like, wardrobe, the wigs. The yeah, there's a lot of bad. Somehow, the Mugatu is not even the worst, dumbest no, part. How is that Mugatu even possible? The Mugatu comes off as like the the neatest part of the episode. Really, yeah. <laughs> and it's like a fucking ape with a horn on its head and a dinosaur yeah. spikes. Like, I, well, I don't this, know, man. This episode's wild. This is the crux of the episode, though, where our hero, Captain Kirk, who we've understood throughout Star Trek TOS up to this point, is an extremely moral person who always looks for the least violent way to get through yeah. a problem, decides that the only way to solve this problem, literally the only way, don't bother think, trying to think of anything else, the only yeah. way to solve this problem is to arm both sides to a stalemate so they continuously war with each other for all time. Yeah, he's setting the course of like how we had to do it. Doesn't he understand that that almost destroyed us? Like, he right? talks like, about that earlier, about how that almost destroyed us, but he's, and he's yeah. like struggling with it. He's not like gung-ho about it, but it's so stupid. Well, that's why I think he's like, maybe we're supposed to think he's drugged. Maybe. I, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't even up, know. He does shoot it down. I don't know though. Yeah, because yeah, he says, "What in your sober opinion should he's we like, do?" Well, I don't know, but like that's yeah. not the way to go about it. Which is like, I feel like Bones is like being portrayed as like a hippie in this episode a little bit. Like he doesn't know what the solution is. He's just all touchy feely yeah. about it. Well, that's I mean, dude, look at the fucking imagery of the camp, right? Yeah. Like that's a fucking hip- hippie camp, dude. Like. They went to the fucking, like, San Fernando Valley and found, like, a bunch of homeless hippies and were like, put these fucking caveman outfits on. Like, like as as hard as it is, and this is the real hard decision that should have been made, like, the one that is genuinely hard on everyone involved. Is to, if you fight the Klingons. You, You defeat the Klingons, you get rid of them. You can even destroy the weapons that the guys have right now so that they have to start over. But Tyree and his people are probably going to be killed. 
and yes. that is the natural progression of how that planet is going to continue. And if right. you step in and do anything about it, not only are you breaking the Prime Directive, but you're playing God and you're trying to uh, control a whole other race of people. Well, Jeff, that would have been a good episode, and this episode has to be a Vietnam thing. <laughs> I'm serious. Right. That's a great. That is a fucking great episode yeah, that you, you just said. The fucking pathos of that, like this guy, his yeah. blood brother, and he would have yeah. to resign himself to him dying because it's the only way <clears throat> to preserve yeah. that planet as the way it is. His duty says he has to follow the prime directive, yeah. so he has to let his friend die. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And but it's, like, it's like heartfelt and deep. Yeah. And in this episode, they just give them guns so they can shoot each other. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Klingon beams back to his ship. They they fucking detect it. For some reason, they don't detect the Klingons. Don't detect them beaming ever. So that's cool. Um, sure. Kirk is wants to convince Nona to make Tyree fight. So he goes to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls out her sage leaves and fucks and him pokes up. Pokes him with them. And uh, <laughs> Kirk gets unbelievably horned up. Yeah. So he's trying to fuck hard. And then Tyree shows up and he's mad. And he's going to shoot him. He almost him shoots with his him. Gun. But then he says, no, my brother and my slutty Nona. My slutty grandma. <laughs> but he throws his gun to the ground and he runs off. Like, I can't kill. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't want to kill. Yeah. I can't kill. The only good person in this whole episode besides Bones. Yeah, he's like a pacifist, yeah. which is like, that, you know. Like, that's part of I'm the, not a pacifist, but that's fine. Like, pacifism <laughs> is like, to a point, is part of yeah. Starfleet. As, as right. its tenants, like you don't don't start no shit, won't be no shit is in the that's federation. The, that's the federation. Yeah, don't start no shit, won't be yeah. no shit is on the on the flag. But uh, Tyree <laughs> leaves. The Mugatu jumps out. Uh, interestingly enough, you don't see Tyree and a Mugatu in the same scene. Hmm. Uh oh, maybe he's a Mugatu. That would have been way more interesting than what we got. But um, that would have been interesting. But it. You're on fire today. <laughs> it attacks Kirk and uh, Grandma, but Kirk wants to fuck so bad that he keeps jumping at her with his wiener out. <laughs> and the Mugatu keeps knocking him away. Yeah. Uh, Kirk vaporizes the Mugatu with his phaser, and uh, Nona hits him on the head with a frying pan. Takes his takes his <laughs> takes the phaser and skedaddles off. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to go join the brown-haired team. Uh, I don't know why I was with the blonde-haired team this whole time. None of this makes any fucking sense. I'm evil because I'm swarthy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a smart woman, so I'm a witch and I'm evil. <laughs> I have any yep. sort of ambition for my life, so I'm evil. Yep. I'm a witch. Better throw me in the lake. I think we're about to lose <laughs> those five stars from that guy. <laughs> Uh, Tyree comes back to the camp and Bones like, where's your gun? And he's like, I threw it on the ground. He's like, what the fuck? You can't just leave it there. Let's go get he's it. He's like, the kid could pick it up, shoot his eye out. Poke his eye out, kid. <laughs> but uh, he comes back and Kirk is like laying on the ground, like rubbing his head. And he's like, what happened? And he's like, no, 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 no. 
no, 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 no. Actually, they're like, what happened? And he's like, oh, I got knocked, I got clonked on the noggin. And they're like, well, who did it? And he, there's this extremely long pause. And then he says, no, no. And it, it cuts to the next scene almost before Dude, he's done saying it. It, it cuts so <laughs> weirdly. I was like, what the fuck just happened? He was Dude, like, it's no, the no, weirdest cuts. cut. <laughs> yep. Yep, dude. I was at that point. I was like, "This is a bad this episode. Is, this is beyond a bad episode." At this point, <laughs> it cuts to Spock. Right? It goes back. Right, to Spock cuts to Nona running towards the enemy village. Oh, it cuts to Nona. Like, take okay. me to their, take me to your leader because I got this great new weapon, and only a man can use it because I got a vagina. I can't use it. Yeah, uh, I could definitely use it to control everyone on the planet extremely easily, but I don't have a penis, so I can't do that. That combined with my fucking hypno root, I could fucking take this fucking shit over. Yeah. Except uh, I'm gonna give it to you for free. I'm just gonna give it to you, and then we'll be married, and I'll be like the queen. Yeah. Why would you? Why I got hypno root. I got. I got a vape gun. Like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> She shows him the phaser, and the dudes are like, "You're a witch, so we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna fuck you." Yeah, we're gonna sexually assault you. And there's a uh, uncomfortably long scene where they keep throwing her back and forth between them and like kissing her neck and shit. Yeah, and it's weird and stupid at the yeah, same it's time. It's extremely stupid. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Bones gives Kirk uh. an injection from his hypo spray. Gives him an aspirin. He, he wants to do it, but Kirk's like, "No, I'm too, I'm too manly. My phaser's yeah, gone. Cool. Nona took it. Oh no, shit." Um, but they just keep throwing her around. Uh, Tyree Bones and Kirk show up, and Tyree's like, "Nona, my love," because he hasn't learned anything this whole episode. He's, he's yeah, so he's dumb as shit, stupid. But uh, they stab <laughs> Nona and throw her on the ground. Yeah, Nona's dead. Bye, Nona. Tyree is mad as fuck. There's like a horrible, horrible fight scene where Kirk keeps throwing his whole body at people in really bad It's a melee. Cuts. It's a fucking melee, it really dude. Is. And <laughs> uh, Tyree is about to bludgeon a dude to death with a big rock, but Kirk stops him. Yo, he hits that guy like three times with that big rock. Like He's already dead. <laughs> that guy's dead. You hit a guy with a rock that big once, they're probably dead. Yeah. Like... That kills you. It's a fucking huge rock, man. All I can think about is during that scene, uh, William Shatner's balls are directly in that actor's face oh, the yeah. whole time. He's straddling him. Uh, Nona, it's a London Bridge by Fergie starts playing. <laughs> Bones like, look, Nona's dead. Uh, she got stabbed, died instantly. She's not an important enough character Nona, to survive that. No, no, not Nona gonna live no more. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> Tyree's like Kirk give me more weapons I'm gonna kill yeah, He's ready to kill now cause his fucking cheating ass Witch wife is dead uh, Kirk gets his phaser back he's like here You got what you wanted And he's like Damn, not man. what I wanted And I'm like yes it was shut up <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't go back now and be like, mm. Kirk's like, Scotty, make a hundred flintlock rifles. And Scotty's like, what? Scotty's what? Like, Scotty's like, what the fuck are you, is a flintlock rifle? What are you fucking talking about? Bro, it's 2269. What are you talking about? <laughs> Kirk's like, a hundred serpents, serpents for the Garden of Eden. <laughs> if I was Scotty, I'd be like, are they fucking drunk? What is happening? What is going? That Mugatu bite made him dumb as fuck. Did he get... 
fucked up on some sage and thyme down there. <laughs> but we're very tired, Mr. Scott. We we had a really difficult time creating an ethnic war down here. Beam us home. Yeah. We the blondes and the brunettes will never get no. along. Um in comes the redheads. The redheads <laughs> ride in with their with their muzzles that have fucking uh the thing that makes bullets go farther. Oh, the... <laughs> Rifling. Scopes? Rifling. Yeah. We also have, like, master blasters. We're, like, riding brunettes. <laughs> I'd let you ride me. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of whoring, uh, here's an advertisement. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Gargoyle King has been invaded by Alphabets. Please help. Hey, I'm hungry. Yo, want a Whopper? No problem. Just two ninety-nine and a flame broiled Whopper or large sandwich gets you your own Alf. Four different furry aliens. Each comes with his own record. Cause we're doing the mailbag rock. These aliens are friendly, but they're getting out of hand. <laughs> Hurry, just two ninety-nine gets another Alf out of here. We do it like you do it at Burger King. Where'd you park? Remember when we watched Spock's Brain and we were like, boy, this is the dumbest episode, huh? Yeah, at least Spock's Brain was, like, not, like... It was fun. ...filled with plot holes that <laughs> were so big. I mean, I think it was, but It also... probably was, but it was funny. It was a funny yeah, episode. There's nothing yeah. funny in this episode. No. I mean, Vietnam isn't funny. No. There's nothing funny about Tricky you know, Dick's War. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny? 9-11, but not Vietnam. Um, seconded, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, nothing is funnier than pulling a random 9-11 joke out when people don't want to hear that. That's the best. One weird day. It was one weird day. Did indeed. I ever tell you that story about uh, when we went to Boston, me, Nick, and Paul, uh, and there's a sign in Connecticut like on the highway and it's like graffitied with it's still there. It's graffitied with like uh 9/11 was an inside job or whatever it says, right? Mm-hmm. And we're driving past it and we all read it and we all laugh at it and then Paul goes, "That was one weird day." <laughs> you and have whole, told me that. <laughs> the whole rest of the trip we're like, "Man, one weird fucking day, man." You have told me that. That's why I say that every now and then. <laughs> fucking story. One weird day. So funny. <laughs> uh, this is not a weird day. We're going to do the same shit we always do. Uh, we're wheeling out the giant novelty prop, Cochrane yeah. to Catfish warp scale of quality. Oh, man. <laughs> Where, of course, a one is a Cochrane, and that's yep. from that's the founder of the Federation and from a good movie, uh, and that's bad. Yeah. And 10 is Catfish, which is from one of the worst episodes of Star Trek besides this one. This one's worse. And uh, <laughs> that's that's a 10 that's good. Yeah. It so makes jo- perfect sense. So, Josh, what do you give this episode? I'm giving this one a 4. Only because that girl has a big butt. <laughs> yeah, she's, got, she's, she's packing all over. 
She's, I believe they call it stacked. Stacked. Thick as a brick. Thick with three C's. Um, yeah, this episode terrible. I'd give it a fucking three, honestly. It's so dumb. It's like, a bad fucking episode, man. Like, I'm gonna... This is the lowest we've ever given a show, an episode. And the fucking crazy thing about it is yeah. I'm about to go lower. Damn, son! I'm going to give this episode <gasps> the first ever oh, in no. the history of M-Class Podcast. Oh, no. One. Damn, a Cochran! A natural Cochran! A natural Cochran. <laughs> a natty cock! <laughs> this episode fucking sucks! Yeah, this episode's bad, man. Like, I, I didn't care for it. <laughs> Spock's life is never hanging in the balance. So no, nothing no- matters. Yeah. There's no tension in the B-plot whatsoever. You're, the B-plot is Spock's going to wake up from a nap soon. Yeah. When's the, Spock going to wake up? The B-plot should be like they have to deal with the Klingons up in space, right? Yeah, and Spock is is dying. So, like, who, like, I guess Scotty's in charge or whatever. So Scotty should have to be, like, dealing with that shit, right? But uh, that none of that, ha- nothing happens. The Klingon goes home. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, bye. He just pieces out and never receives any punishment for this. Of yeah, course, man. how are you going to punish a guy for doing the same thing you're doing now? You're doing, yeah. Uh, yeah, it kind of doesn't leave you a leg to stand on. Yeah, you know? the B plot, pointless. The A plot is actively insulting to every character involved in it. Yeah, if I were Bones, I'd be like, can you have me get shot next time and not... I mean, honestly, that would have been better. Yeah, it would have. Because he's the doctor, right? Like, you have, like, the secondary doctor working on the doctor, yeah, right? Yeah, Honestly, like, have Umbenga, like... I wouldn't cut him out of the episode. I like him too much, but, yeah, like... Yeah, he's cool. Um, It's actively insulting to every character. Like, if I was Bones, I would have mutinied. Yeah. Like, there's absolutely no way in hell I can let you, like, sentence this planet to an endless war. There's also cause for him to be like, as the doctor, you're medically relieved of command. He's been drugged by some kind of fucking squiggly Ghostbusters toy that, like, (laughs) nobody knows what the fuck it is, right? Like. The witch lady is like, I have control over him, and I got these herbs. Like, the whole thing is fucking dumb. Everyone's an idiot. Like, absolutely relieve him of duty for that. Like, anything to stop this from happening. Yeah. And he just doesn't. He's just... It's like that episode we watched where Spock is just like... Kirk's like, let's fucking blow up their storehouse. And he's like, yep. Spock's like, (laughs) you got it, boss. That sounds cool. Let's do that. Bones is pretty much like the slightly whiny version of that. Like, I don't wanna, but alright. Go heat up some rocks, Bones. Let me heat these up one at a time. Dude, I, yeah, this, this, <laughs> and I mean, Kirk, I'm, de- man. I'm oh. definitely going three, because, yeah. I understand, yeah. but like. Uh, four, four, the four thing was a joke, but yeah, I mean, this episode's, it, you might be right, it might be a one, man. I don't know. Kirk comes off in this episode, A, like a moron for most of it. Like, he yep. bumblefucks his way through this whole situation from the moment he throws the rock. Yeah. Two, malicious. Straight from the beginning. Like, he is trying to trick Tyree into fighting. 
He's trying Which is to like force his hand. So fucked up for not only like the Starfleet point of view, but for as a friend point of view. Yeah. That's absolutely. fucked up, man. And then like on top of all that, it's just fucked up from the ground up. That he's <laughs> he's straight up just being like, Hey, I instead of letting my friend die, if mm. that does happen, again, I don't really know how things are gonna go. Instead right. of letting him die, I am going to sentence an entire planet to an endless war. It gets out of hand real fucking fast. <laughs> and it's like you can argue that these are just two tribes on this planet or whatever, but like, yeah, uh, that they're the only inhabitants. <laughs> Yeah, that we're introduced to in any way, shape, or form. So it's a well, you know, there used to be two tribes called the Muslims and the Jews. <laughs> wow, we're getting like real political on the show. <laughs> Classically you know? political. You know what I mean? Like it could be two tribes, but you don't know what those tribes' descendants are going to be when they're like two hundred years from now. You know, who knows, man? There used to be two tribes. <laughs> the the humans and the Neanderthals. That's right, exactly. Then we and we fucked them out of we existence. We killed them and fucked them out of existence. Yeah. Maybe that's what would happen to the blondies, the Aryans. That's how you get redheads. <laughs> that's how you get redheads. That's true. <laughs> that, look up the charts. Yep. <laughs> Go get your punnet square. <laughs> um, redheads an aberration on every planet. Oh um, my god. <laughs> <laughs> now we're starting a war. Now it's a war. Oh, it's the it's the brown heads versus the red heads today. I wouldn't take I wouldn't take the brown heads in that one, man. I'm just saying. There's so many more of us. We'll just throw our bodies at you like fucking Zat Brannigan style. Yeah, we're like we're like Vegeta. We're just like fuck. Ah! We're crazy. Yeah. Well, how many times does Vegeta win against Goku? What? Goku's blonde. He's super. <laughs> Goku's got black hair, dumb dumb. No, no, no. That's he when he dies it. Like, that's when he's <laughs> he dies it. He quickly goes and dies it. Did anybody ever make that? That'd be such a funny video. I don't like, think he, so. He starts screaming like he's gonna turn Super Saiyan. Uh, and then he, he's like, look over there, and then he starts putting dying. I've never it. seen it, so you you invented it. You did it. Uh, this episode fucking sucks, and I hate it. Yeah, we're off to a great start. This is a really we're going off to a good start. This <laughs> the thing is, this I thought this was gonna be like not that one of the bad. better ones. Yeah, because like yeah. whenever a TOS episode comes up in a collection, I'm like, oh, that'll be fun. Like, like I, I've seen this episode, but man, maybe I like maybe I just like got fucking saged by Nona. Like I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I really don't remember it being like this. I don't remember it like this much either. I guess because like. When you're just watching on your own, there are times when you're just not paying that much attention. Yeah, and we're critically watching it too for the show. It's a little different when you're when you have that in mind. Like I gotta go talk about this tomorrow. You know, it's a little different. If this was the episode of TOS that I watched for my first episode, I would fully oh, yeah. understand why people hate this show. Yeah, yeah, this this yeah. Like I love TOS, and I hope to never watch this episode again. <laughs> yeah, this is a bad one. It's what season two nineteen. It's getting real bad real soon. Yeah, season getting, three is really when it starts to get fucking terrible. But which is wild. Uh, it's reverse. They ran out of money, but yeah, it is reverse from every. They other ran Star out of Trek. money because they were so anti-Vietnam. They got their money taken away. Yeah, this episode's definitely anti-Vietnam. Yeah, Kirk's like, give I don't like the doing this, but I'm gonna do exactly what America did. <laughs> you know what? 
that America, they had something going on. I guess <laughs> they didn't send Federation soldiers in, so that's one thing. <laughs> Federation advisors? Of course. Jeff, they're just advising. I grew up, uh, you know, an American public school system. They're like, yeah, we yeah. won the Vietnam War. We, really? They never said that here, but I can see we've where... we won every war we've ever been in. And then, like, yeah. I... Uh, my dad was in Vietnam, and he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My t- my teachers were always very critical of Vietnam, so we never got that here, but well, you it was lived, always... You lived in a mostly blue state. I, I live in the north. Hardcore <laughs> red state. Yeah, yeah, yep. You didn't live in Pennsylvania either, so... No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard to say anything positive about this episode. Like, I... I'm very... I understand why Don Ingalls used a pseudonym. Yeah, it's a little over the top, though, the pseudonym. And no doubt. Like, Jesus like, crucified. Like, calm the fuck down, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, originally... <laughs> Judas Iscariot Rodenberry. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, here's Here's a fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. The original script called the creature a Gumatu, but Ooh. DeForest Kelly kept saying it wrong, so it was changed to what he normally said. <laughs> and they used stock footage of the white rabbit's footprints from Shore Leave for the Mugatu. Oh, that's the footprint. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like it's stock footage now. So here's your fun fact of the week. Oh, how interesting. How it was better interesting. than the show that we watched. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you don't want us to bitch about episodes we don't like, <laughs> don't send them to us. Well, you should become a patron, and then you can tell us what you want us to watch. It's true. Um, I do believe these episodes <clears throat> were specifically picked to make us uh, rail against them. Cranky. I think, I think that was the purpose. Sully was like, I want to uh, get angry Trek boys back. I miss them. We need to get well, angry Trek boys back. Well, here's the thing, Sully. I'm always angry, Captain Sully. <laughs> <laughs> That's from that movie, Revengers Part 1, Attack on New York. <laughs> It's the it's the quality of M Class Podcast, and if you want to keep that quality up, then you need to support us at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you get access to behind-the-scenes content, uh, wallpapers. I'll be putting up the wallpapers for the last five episodes pretty soon. Uh, actually, Woo! way before this comes out, it'll be up. Woo! So go check that out. Um, for a little bit more dough, you get access to uh, our other productions, like a whole other podcast, Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, where we talk about a ton of different shit. Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Halloween, uh, Christmas Time, I think we talked about once. We did Christmas? I think we may have done Christmas. I don't remember. Best Christmas was the was the COVID Christmas when I didn't yeah. do shit. I had to go, I think. You did it. You went. I didn't go the year before, which was also COVID Christmas. Oh, fuck, man. Um, but uh, you also get access to commentary tracks for movies that we do. We just we did The Mummy not too long ago. We've done Super Mario Brothers, Rumble in the Bronx, uh, Beastmaster 2. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. Uh, Ninja, Ninja Turtles 1. 
What else yeah. did we do? We did another one, didn't we? Um, probably. There, there are at least five or six of them up there. So um, let me forget. Go check those out. Um, for a little bit more dough, you get access to those, and we appreciate every bit of support we can get. Yeah. Um, if you want to help us out, you go to iTunes or Spotify and you rate and review us. I know we've got probably less than five stars now because of, of our cuckly views. <laughs> but, you know, you can do whatever you want. Just for, it just helps no matter you, what. You so. can write whatever you want. That's yeah. the purpose of it. Yeah, that's and why it's there. Sometimes people do. Yep. <laughs> so do that. Then what else? Vidazen? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I, we do have a new review. Oh, I can't. I never think to look it up. Sorry. Uh, I do. Yeah, I know you're better at this than I am. This is from Brynale Seven. <laughs> the planet or the guy? From the planet and the guy. Okay. It's five stars from uh, October 29th. Spoiler warning. Oh. Long time, first time here. I was very disappointed when in the most recent episode they spoiled the fact that Josh has two COVIDs. <laughs> and frankly, I think Howard would agree. Twelve bags of popcorn. <laughs> I'm going to guess Howard is the guy that gave us the four stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good review. Two COVIDs. Yep. yep. Josh has got two COVIDs. He's got yep. the, he only has the one sheath for his COVIDs, but he's got two COVIDs. I survived. I'm alive. I'm proud of you, man. You were you were <laughs> dying, and I could feel it in my bones. I, I think I sounded worse than I felt. I, I felt pretty bad, but no, I've, I've been... Honestly, I think the side effects from the vaccine hurt more. But it was less time. That's probably true. And you know what I mean? That's probably why you got over it like you yeah. did because of the vaccine and everything. I'm still coughing every like a little bit, but it's pretty much gone. Four now. stars. These lib cucks are vaccine takers. Yeah, we got Jesus. we got vaccinated, so we're probably Fast getting, forward. Yeah. Um <laughs> I wonder how long that joke's gonna go on. If um, it's like any of our other ones forever. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find Vitizen on Twitter at underscore Vitizen underscore, and you can find his music anywhere better music is sold or streamed on the internet. Woo! You can follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast, and you can shoot us an email for our other program at mclassemail at gmail.com. Yeah, I'd, I'd like go to, Phillies. I'd like to thank Josh, especially, for being my friend. No, don't thank me. Makes me feel bad. I'm a guy who didn't grow up getting hugged enough. Well, I'm I'm hugging you and maybe popping oh a feel God. right oh now. Oh my God, my giant Mugatu titties. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll be back in one week with more M-Class goodness. Bye-bye. Mugatcha. <laughs> Turn it off. Turn it the fuck <laughs> off. Make a shirt of that.
I'm mentally ill. Trick with your ball.